0: The Sensemaker. Hi, I'm Nimmo, and this is The Sensemaker. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, the woman who dared to ask, When will leaders lead on climate change?
1: For those who have eyes to see, for those who have ears to listen, and for those who have a heart to feel, 1.5 is what we need to survive. Two degrees, yes, SG, is a death sentence for the people of Antigua and Barbuda, for the people of the Maldives, for the people of Dominica and Fiji, for the people of Kenya and Mozambique, and yes, for the people of Samoa and Barbados. We do not want that dreaded death sentence.
0: Those are the stark words of the Prime Minister of Barbados, Mia Motley. She was addressing world leaders at COP26, the United Nations conference tackling global warming. Her speech encapsulated the desperation that many small countries feel. It's a desperation that stems from the reality that island states like hers haven't got a fighting chance if bigger, wealthier countries don't change their ways. Her frustration was palpable.
1: These commitments made by some are based on technologies yet to be developed. And this is at best reckless and at worst dangerous. On finance, we
0: are 20 billion... Her words cut through the noise and really resonated with people.
1: This is immoral and it is unjust. So I ask to you, what must we say to our people living on the front line in the Caribbean, in Africa, in Latin America, in the Pacific, when both ambition and regrettably Some of the needed faces at Glasgow are not present. What excuse should we give for the failure? Clips of the
0: address were shared tens of thousands of times on social media and dozens of articles were written praising her incisiveness. It was an electrifying start to the conference. Fast forward two weeks later and the energy has shifted. COP has ended, and delegates are returning home, with some of them questioning whether any real progress has been made. But to understand Mia Motley's plea, we have to take a step back and look at why small nations like Barbados are so vulnerable to climate change. 55-year-old Mia Motley is the first female Prime Minister of Barbados. She went to school in New York and got a law degree from the London School of Economics. She comes from a family of politicians and barristers, so when Mia Motley ran for office in 2018, it wasn't a big surprise. And she won by an almost unbelievable landslide.
1: After a historic win, Mia Motley will be Barbados' first female prime minister. She unseats Fruendel Stewart of the Democratic Labour Party, who governed for two consecutive terms. And in a big setback for the outgoing prime minister, his party failed to win.
0: As one commentator put it, it looked like a parody of a rigged election. But it wasn't. The opposition unreservedly congratulated Motley, conceding that they had suffered an overwhelming defeat. She's used this unprecedented mandate to transform Barbados. From bold immigration bills to the legalisation of same-sex civil unions, Mia Motley is reimagining the role Barbados could play in the region and in the world. But these big ambitions are hampered by the awareness of Barbados's vulnerability to the effects of global warming. You see, even though climate change has moved its way up the political agenda in the last few years, for a lot of people, it can still seem like a relatively abstract and distant problem. But for places like Barbados, it's an existential issue. Barbados is a small island state with a population of just 288,000 people less than Southampton's. In the popular imagination, it's this tourist destination for Westerners with its endless blue skies and its white sandy beaches. But things are changing. Climate change is producing tropical storms that are gaining in both severity and in frequency. Elsa is currently making its way through the Eastern Caribbean as the first Atlantic hurricane of the season. That's right, and we are getting our first look right now at the damage that Elsa has caused in Barbados. Take a look, you can see down trees and damage. And the threat of these superstorms is made more acute by rising sea levels. The climate crisis is lapping at its shores, so the government has no choice but to tackle it head on. The country currently has an ambitious target for reducing emissions. It's committed to being the first 100% green and fossil fuel-free island state in the world by 2030. Even though tropical island states have contributed less than 1% to emissions. But as impressive as this is, Barbados can't survive by its own.
1: The pandemic has taught us that national solutions to global problems do not work.
0: The promises from other countries of achieving net zero in decades to come... By 2070, India will achieve the target of net zero emissions. He also listed a... Just aren't good enough. By 2070, who knows how much of Barbados will be habitable. Mia Motley says that small states are seen as dispensable to the global community. What matters is the response of countries like India, China and the US. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. But it's not all doom and gloom. Mia Motley has solutions. One of them is climate action financing, which is basically aid money given to poorer countries to help deal with climate change. In 2009, wealthy nations made a $100 billion pledge to help poorer countries deal with climate change. The largest emitters of greenhouse gases have been wealthier countries in North America and in Europe. And even today, they still have disproportionately high emissions. But it's smaller, poorer countries that have borne the brunt of climate change. For instance, the US is spending hundreds of millions of dollars in flood protection for Miami. But just a short journey away in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, a country that has astonishingly low emissions but where extreme weather is incredibly common, there simply aren't the resources or the infrastructure for comparable projects. Unsurprisingly, the 2009 pledge has not been met. It was suggested at COP that it should be reached by 2023. But Mia Motley is saying that not only does this pledge need to be met and sharpish, it needs to be more ambitious.
1: I say to you today in Glasgow, that an annual increase in the SDRs of $500 billion a year for 20 years, put in a trust to finance the transition Is the real gap, Secretary-General, that we need to close.
0: She is daring fellow leaders. Put your money where your mouth is. They need to follow through on the promises that they've already made and the new ones that have been committed to at COP26. Because if they don't, the consequences will be devastating. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. If you enjoyed today's episode, why not share it with a friend? Today's story was written by me, Nimo Oma, and produced by Imi Harper.
1: The Sensemaker